It's time to get spooky. Ooh, throwback. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. Uh, my name is John. I'm sitting here with my buddy Tommy. Hello. Hey, what's going on, dude? Not much. How you been? I've been doing real good. Really? Yeah. You, that, was, that was very emphatic. Um, so... As you know, I've been reading this one very long science fiction book for like, I don't know, four or five months now. Yeah, you've been telling me about it forever. Or wanting to. Uh, but I usually read it on my lunch break at work. But unfortunately, I left it at my house one day and didn't know what to do with myself on my lunch break. And I did something very impulsive. You jacked off? Well, no, I do that before work. Okay. Uh, and after. I- <laughs> And sometimes dirt. And sometimes dirt. Uh, no, I uh, I bought a plane ticket. Wow. Where yeah. are you going? Well, I remember we were talking about taking a trip not that long ago and being on an airplane for a long time. Uh, yeah, I wanted to go somewhere, and I very impulsively bought a plane ticket, and I'm going down under. You're going down under? Yeah. You had talked about uh, possibly doing it. Yeah. And you're going to go before the rainy season there? Uh, yep. Cool. Uh Anything planned or just the tickets bought? Uh, I got the tickets. I'm going to get over there, go to Sydney uh, for a couple days because that's like the main international hub. And then I'm going to go to Cairns, which is like where the Great Barrier Reef is. And Ooh, careful uh, swimming over there. Jellyfish. And sharks. Oh, yeah. They got one of the triangles. We got one of them over here, too, where we live. Oh, uh, what? Where the, all the sharks hang out? Where the, yeah, the red triangle. It's like the danger spot for sharks. Oh, man. And you got to watch out for... Ooh, good little segue here. What's that? You got to watch out for spiders. Oh, yeah. I, I was bit by a spider last week. <laughs> Is, uh, are you a web slinger now? I was hoping. <laughs> Not, I mean, I'm, I'm always slinging webs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not, but Very it's nice. not out of my uh, my hands. My hands are involved, but uh, no, they're not shooting out of my wrist. But uh, yeah, I got... Uh, I'll show you after. I had a huge bruise on my leg and in the middle of it it was pale with three marks on it and i showed it to a friend of mine who's an emt and is like yeah you got bit by a spider and it happened in the middle of the night yeah so i bought completely new sheets i i got rid of all the stuff in there like i freaked out uh it is close to my crotch Ooh. uh so i had to take a uh, take a picture of it. I couldn't. One of my coworkers so was like, "Are you like constantly scratching by your crotch at work now?" It's not terribly itchy. It's um, I've never been a big itcher, so uh, I oh. luck out with that. But I love a good scratch. It's it's huge. And yeah. uh, when I showed people at work, they like, I was like, "Oh, I have this bruise," and then everyone is like, "No, you were bitten." But I don't know what, what I, I mean. Like, my leg has not fallen off yet. But yeah, I was. That's a horror trope. Oh yeah, have you ever seen Once Bitten, the Jim Carrey vampire movie from the eighties? No, that's uh, that's that's uh, okay. In that mo- wait, hold on, just real quick. In that one movie, they basically are like, no, real vampires drink from right next to your thigh because it's it's like right into a femoral artery yeah. or something like that. But it's funny because yeah, there's a scene where his two friends are like trying to be like, I don't know if he's bitten or not. And they're like, try to look uh, like at his inner thigh, like in the shower room. And oh, wow. Hilarity. Anyone else in it? No. Oh, okay. 
Was I mean, it Jim- like an early, early. Yeah, it was it was a pre uh, in living color Jim Carrey. I think he was going by James Carrey at that time. Mm. But yeah, man, uh, the spider bites no joke. I used to get tons and tons of uh, spider bites and mosquito bites as a kid. I feel like they really like I don't know my blood or something. Yeah, well, I uh, I've heard the same thing too because uh, I don't know what your blood type is, but I'm O negative. I don't get bit by things very often. I lived with a girlfriend, and our cats got fleas once, and they demolished her and didn't bite me once. Cool. Which was, in hindsight, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sweet, awesome. Uh, but no, my my dad uh, is, is also O-negative, doesn't get bit. And same thing with my mom. I think you actually have to have, like, the same blood types from both parents to be O-negative. But what's the worst thing you've been bit by? Uh... Hmm. Besides me, yeah, uh, probably like a spider or something like that. I remember getting bit by a spider on my arm, and it just like got bigger and bigger, and didn't know what to do. And I don't know if this is the same with like spider venoms, but I know that uh, every time you get stung uh, by a bee, you either become more or less allergic marginally. So people who are allergic to bees, every time they get stung, it has potential to be worse and worse and get aggravated oh interesting so who knows maybe that's uh maybe that happened to me except i was on the downward slope so now every time i get bit by a spider it's like hey no big deal nearly killed me as a kid but now i'm all right yeah uh when i was like 20 years old uh the place i was living i was in the front yard in the morning and i got stung by like a yellow jacket or something and like an hour later and so it was a little swollen i'd been stung so many times before going back to your point that it didn't really swell up too much you're a badass well i just we, i just got stung all the time as a kid we had bees on my farm uh-huh. and i'd have to go and like take care of them and, and like, there's always a, a hole in this <laughs> were you like tucking the sick bees into their little beds yeah take care of them mm-hmm. okay. nursing them from my breast <laughs> all right uh but no uh later that day um i was in my buddy's truck and there was a spider in there, and it bit me, like, almost on the exact same spot. And I got a fo- it was my forearm, and I had what looked like Popeye's forearm after he hit some spinach. Like, cool. it was huge. Like, I couldn't put, like, long sleeve shirts or jackets on. And, like, I, I felt ashamed going in public for, like, two days because, like... <laughs> Mommy, what's wrong with that boy's arms? Yeah. Don't look at him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that that happened a lot. But speaking of that double that double down that you just talked about, I had that happen to me once. But um, one foot, I stepped on a bee, all oh. right, and then the other foot, I stepped on a nail, <laughs> like in Home Alone, no, like through a shoe. It forced a piece of rubber from my sneaker up into my foot. I had to like have the doctor take it out. It was so fucked up. And a tetanus shot too, probably right? No. Oh, is my jaw locked over? Right yeah, now? it okay. is. Permanent lockjaw from that. Yeah, I, that scene in Home Alone where uh, Marv Marv steps on the nail is still to this day. I, we talk about our love for that movie. We love Home Alone. Yeah, but that scene it makes me like every time my I like clench my fists and my body kind of tightens up. Yeah, the way a they lot of, there's they a lot show of... it slowly going down on it too. Yeah. I think he enjoyed it. <laughs> Daniel Stern? Yeah. Maybe. He he um he wrote Rookie of the Year. He wrote it? Yeah. I just remember he was in uh Bushwhacked. 
Remember? That was like one of his late career and then mistakes. City he was the Slickers. Voice. City Slickers, classic. Yeah. I haven't watched that one in a long time. Do you think it holds up? Probably not. No. I feel like there's a lot of movies that that's, I was like... That's with... Uh, what's his name? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Never been a big Crystal fan. Yeah, me either. Maybe if I was a New York Jew. You're not? <laughs> no, I'm not. Mm, well, hi, I am. <laughs> Where's uh, Cooper when you need him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. His family is from New York, too. The big sniff. Big sniff. From the big apple. The big apple. He takes a big bite of that <laughs> apple. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, I went to the movies recently, and I saw a trailer for the new Twilight Zone. Yes. What did you think of the trailer? I liked it a lot. It didn't, you know, because it's a, a series, it showed you a bunch of small clips from, like, a bunch of episodes, but uh, I'm excited. Uh, did you see any celebrities in those trailers? Mm, can't recall. Nah. I had a frozen margarita. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just saying... Uh, I noticed online, you know, they're rebooting all these shows that we're talking about. You know, they're doing new Twilight Zones and Are You Afraid of the Dark and all this stuff. They're rebooting Amazing Stories. The uh, We are truly ahead of the curve here. What can I say? Uh, I have my finger on the pulse of what's happening. Yeah. Maybe, you're, maybe this is something where like, you're secretly uh, like a producer and you're pulling all the strings here. Like uh, in Arrested Development with, uh, with Maybe. Well, I uh, had a possibilities engine mm. that I developed, and I jumped into this dimension where <laughs> I could really seize the opportunity to uh, make podcasts about things yeah. almost popular. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. in a different dimension, it would yeah. be hitting at the right time. Hey, you know what? Uh, speaking of different dimensions, this little sidetracking here, but I, uh, I've been rewatching the cartoon of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 80s and 90s. Oh, really? Dimension X. Very cool. Yeah, uh, they have, uh, there was a couple, like, future kids or something were that would come kids out? future kids were, like, the good guys. Yeah. And they also had, like, um, other people. That's like we're, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Shredder? No, 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 no. Krang. Krang. Yeah. Uh, love his voice, by the way. Oh, the way really? his, his voice is acted. I just loved his body, like the robot body. The robot body is cool. Hell yeah. Have you ever seen the one where they have like a like a huge, huge version of his body? Like uh, it's it's like like the size of like a, a tower. Building. Yeah. 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 I and, saw that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always want pizza when I watch it. Oh, cool. Because like they make the pizza, even in the cartoon form, like look great. I want it in. Uh, do you order your pizza like the Ninja Turtles? I go... Give me a give me a pizza with everything on it, and hold the anchovies, dude. Yeah, are you an anchovy fan? No, I hate them. The, of course, the one and only time I've ever had anchovies on a pizza it was probably not the best pizza place to get it from. Don't tell me, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> How, why would they for a place like that's for kids? Why would they ever have? I don't know. And again. Anchovies. They come out of a can. How do you get bad anchovies? I don't know. I had them once. And? I was, uh, God, I was probably like 22. And I was uh, sort of seeing a girl who was like much older than me, but was like a chef. And <laughs> Mama Celeste? No, I mean, she's like our age now. So I don't want to call her old. But uh, she was a very, very good cook. And she insisted that. I tried these anchovies, but she put like stuff on them so that it wasn't awful, but that fishy taste was still there. 
And I'm not <laughs> talking about her downstairs area. Okay. All right. Her, her bathing suit area. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. Anchovies were not ever for me. I'm mm. not a uh, fish guy. What's your favorite pizza topping? Like if you if you have to, so it's your last meal, and you have it, it, it's a pizza. You're you're gonna go away for killing a bunch of kids or shooting the school up, something like that. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your pizza? Then they say only pizza. Okay. Again, I have to take it back to my early Chuck E. Cheese moments. I remember getting the classic sausage mushroom olive pizza wow and i'm a little older now maybe i like a little garlic and a little bit of onion on there but really i still get feel zest. like that sausage and the i remember the first time i ever eat cold pizza was leftovers from chuck e cheese and yeah. having those cold chunks of meat and the cold olives on there so good yeah well i mean i'm you know you're in prison for hurting kids, so you've had plenty of sausage up until that point, too, so you're still well, going with that? Well, in this scenario, I shot up the school after young Fat John trench coat mafia-style Columbined yeah. it up. Okay. So I was a child. Uh, Follow-up question. What um, What's your beverage? Non-alcoholic. Root beer. Root beer? Yeah. A specific uh, brand? Uh, mug. Mug. Oh, I really like Dad's root beer, but that didn't come in a two liter. I was thinking Barks. Ugh, Barks has bite. Yeah, but I like it sweet. If I had to have the beverage, I think I'm going Orange Crush. Yeah, that to me, I just associate like kids parties mm -hmm. with pizza, Orange Crush. Yeah, and root beer too. So I think you had a good choice. I feel like uh, pepperoni pizza with orange soda is like the flavor it's of something vomit. about it. So good that you want to vomit it up later. <laughs> but anyway, uh, speaking of vomiting, we got some vomiting in our episode today. Uh, we do. Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I'm excited. It's been a little bit. Yes. Uh, it's nice to come back to see something with some celebrities we recognize. Yeah. Uh, and then also nice to see a little bit of gore, a little bit of TNA. Yeah. Uh, Not to spoil anything, there was some really good makeup and animatronics in this episode. Yeah, very, I know we very don't good. we don't really do it a whole lot anymore, but we used to talk about best effects and best puns and all the kind of stuff. And I feel like there was let's bring it back for today. Okay, One day only old school. Mm -hmm. Tommy Trash, the Trash Man. Cue yeah. the music. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy Trash. 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 All right. All right. And I'm Johnny Junk. Here's Johnny Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. 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 I'm back, baby. Cool. cool. Uh, you can see I have a mustache and everything. Yep. And uh, we're going old school. Yeah, we're dialing it back to the, the year of 2018. Wow. What well, a for time. us. And then... This is what, 19, uh, the show, this episode, season five, episode three is 89? I, no, I would, I think it's the 90s for sure. Oh yeah, this is uh, 1993. 93. October 2nd. Cool. A, a mere, well, I can't get my birthday down. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is an episode from season five. This is the same season uh, as uh, Death of Some Salesman that we did with. Uh, they were really doing well, I think, this time. Sort of. I mean. I backtrack. No, I think there, Yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, definitely some strong points. And uh, I thought this, uh, like you were saying, 
has some big names in it. It's got some good stuff going for it. Um, the title of this episode is Forever Amber Grizz. I thought Amber it was Amber Grizz, Grizz but he says it. Amber Gree. Amber Gree. So before we even get into this episode, can we just talk about this title a little bit? Okay. Okay. So the only place I ever heard the term ambergris before is from Futurama. Futurama. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you, uh, do you remember how it occurs in the episode of Futurama? Yeah, it's like a whale saliva or something like that that uh, they use for, to make like the, the best perfume ever or something yeah. like that. So if you, essentially that's what it is. It's part of the stomach acid, like bile duct of a giant whale. And I looked it up on the internet and they were saying that's pretty much what it is. And these, you know, depending on what the whale would eat, it would throw this shit up and it would like sail and be out at sea for like hundreds of days and then wash up and someone would use it because it was like a really good fluid to use as a base because it would preserve aroma. But they were like, hey, this is doesn't make any sense to try to harvest this from real whales. So they found a synthetic way to do it and basically nobody uses it anymore. Oh, but. I really wasn't sure how that applied to this episode, except for they talk about this stuff called balsam. John's trivia. And I had, again, I had to do a little research and be like, what the hell is balsam? Because I wasn't sure. It seemed like, what was it incense? Is it weed? Uh, but balsam, according to uh, my research, is a sweet-smelling oil or resin derived from various plants. Like a base ingredient of balsamic vinegar? No, 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 no. Balsam? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, and it's, again, it could be from any number of things. It's supposed to be like a weird musk. I I don't understand it. But I really felt like if they had said forever balsam, then you would be like really paying attention to it in the episode. Uh, But I was like, maybe in the original comic, if this is based on a comic, it It was Ambergris. It Amber- is based off a comic. Ambergris? I don't know. But that was one of the things that was extremely frustrating to me because I was like, wow, what a cool and unique name that actually has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't have a single thing to deal with it unless we're just... Idiots. Un- yeah, well, I mean, we are, but yeah. maybe we're just not aware enough of... We're not fragrance idiots. Well, I mean, wait. I did see... Oh, God, I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Um, it is a reference to an actual story about like a World War II photographer or something like that. It was called, oh, like, really? Forever Amber or something like oh. that. Um, here, just edit this out real quick, but what? I can find it right now. Yeah, go ahead, do some research. We'll do Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. The title is a reference to the 1947 drama Forever Amber. Uh, the original comic is adapted from that, uh, and the title makes little sense, is basically what I found out. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just, you know, us. It no, really, it wasn't just us, yeah. You're like, I did some research, and we were right, it's stupid. It basically is like photographers, wartime, and nothing to do with each other outside of that. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're going to be going down to best pun, I guess we got to call him out here. Big pun. What's up, homie? Uh, we got a little photography-themed uh, Crypt Keeper segment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the He starts with the fisheye. Yeah. I like a good pun that's also a 
physical, like a sight gag. Yeah, not the first time we'll see an eye gag in this one, though. That's a little uh, foreshadowing. A little teaser. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, do, what else did you like from that that one? Or the... He also says, instead of Kodachrome, Kodachrome. Okay, that, I honestly, like, couldn't hear what he said. I put my headphones on to, like, try and, I was like, wait, Koda what? And I couldn't get it. I put, what did I write down? I wrote down, uh... Coda Grow is what I thought he said. <laughs> well, yeah, instead of Kodachrome, uh, Coda Grown, and I guess that's a type of film, and uh, instead of a light meter. Fright meter. Fright meter. I remember having to do that when I was doing lighting and classes for film school. Uh, and then uh, he says, uh, uh, snapping off a few head shot. There Very, like, long pause to it yeah. like that. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see it like like the puppet of the Crypt Keeper, like like midway through it, like yeah, his eyes like shift back and forth, like, yeah, looking off screen, like all right, guys, there's enough time, way too many. Uh, and then he talks about he's another dramatic pause here too, when he's like, this guy would do almost anything. Did I mention almost or something like that? Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say because he also says something about shutter speed. Oh, yeah. So oh, that, I fucked up. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, like, that is really uh, kind of... If you didn't put the emphasis on it, it wouldn't really be a pun. What did you think of um, this season's version of The Crypt Keeper? Like, I feel like... Okay, so as it goes on from the early seasons to the later seasons, uh, The Crypt Keeper does become more and more of a cartoon character. Uh, and he is like a parody of himself where he's just is making so many puns that it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But the actual like animatronics of it, I thought looked great. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like yeah, I thought they did. In the well. early episodes, he's got like more of like a hiss kind of scary, like uh voiceover. And this one, it's like, you know, totally silly tongue it's, in cheek. It's high pitched. It's uh it's yeah. It's not scary. No, no. Uh, even young me would not have been scared of this. No, but like I said, th- this, it delights me. I love the Crypt Keeper. I love that it's a terrifying monster being silly. And as a kid, like that was always so cool to I like, I still want to know the backstory of how he died or just, you know, like what, why is he this thing? Uh, he just keeps, yeah. Well, Hmm. Hmm. Jordan Peele just stole the idea from Motherfucker! us. Motherfucker! Make the backstory of it. Um, but, uh, I do like how goofy and fun it is. Thank you. Yeah, I remember you You weren't um, always on board with the Crypt Keeper. Well, some of the early ones we did, I was not a big fan of. I don't know. I, I, I'm That's changing. Fair. That's fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, we cut in to uh, an army plane. Yes. So it's Everyone's like, smoking. It's smoky as fuck. It is. All these, it's a... Uh, it's a bunch of injured soldiers. They're playing checkers. Everyone's smoking cigarettes or cigars or something. And uh, Roger Daltrey got the the first credit o- over Stevie B. Well, yeah. I don't know if what Steve Buscemi had been doing up to this point. I don't think he had really become like a uh, known name. Or maybe he had. I don't know. But uh, Daltrey definitely was. He was uh, Tommy. Yeah, in the movie, in the album, of course. He's lead uh, lead singer of The Who. Mm-hmm. Great band. Yes. Even better album name. Uh, their most famous one, Tommy. Quadrophenia is a great one. All their stuff is good. Go listen to The Who, everybody. 
old pause, go listen to them. And we're back. And that was The Who. Wow. Yeah. Entire discography. Yeah. Didn't take long. Do you like The Who? Uh, I like a few of their songs quite a bit. And in fact, uh, I remember one of the things that really I love is the song Who Are You? I remember playing it on rock band on drums and like when it has that little who, ah, ooh, ah, mm-hmm. ooh, like it has like this really, really cool syncopated beat that I love and it just breaks it down and sounds so fucking rad. Keith Moon is considered uh, one, one of, of the, the best drummers of all time. Yeah. Very, definitely. very like. I'm not going to argue with you. Wow. Really? Yeah. Because usually like, are you, you're not. Okay, enough. Big... He's not that great. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, Keith is amazing. Like I've seen live stuff from them, and even their studio stuff is great. Like yeah. he is, he his roles are are so good, and and, and everything is very, uh, very, very well. They done. stole the they stole the show at the uh, Monterey Music Festival. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monterey, great place. Yeah, we I've been there. They got an aquarium. The uh, aquarium is full of fucking kids and tourists though. <laughs> You gotta go like the like the second they open, or you're just gonna have a fucking kid like weaseling between your legs to get in front of you. But not that something that you wouldn't dislike, John. But I don't want that. Well, <clears throat> back to Roger Daltrey. <laughs> He's got first filling. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Steve Buscemi. He's playing a character named Ike, but I'm going to call him. Or Isaac. Yeah, I know. How come his girlfriend it's, always called him Isaac? I feel like they filmed it fucked up or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I feel like that too, because I'm like, is Ike a nickname for I Isaac? I don't think so. I don't know. I like Ike. Yeah. Hmm. It, what is, is Ike the full name? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we have Steve Buscemi. We'll just call him Buscemi. Uh, he's looking at photos he's taken. And they're trying to establish that they're both photographers. Yeah. And one of them is like the grizzled veteran. Dalton. Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton Scott. Yeah. And he's kind of like on the... He's, well, you you he, know who I think he... Okay, we'll talk about this in a second. I don't, I don't want to... I'll wait he, in a second. He's but. got... He's like a 45-year-old dude, you know, and... Uh, uh, he's been doing uh, photojournalism for a long time, and uh, it's so funny. I don't know if you – so every time anybody, whether it's them or somebody else, they're like – they keep naming like Each these other. little f- events. No, it'll be oh. like – Oh, yeah, like, Nam. Ever and... since, you know, yep. whatever, Singapore 83 or some, whatever, you know, they keep dropping all these weird places and names and dates trying to be like – Check that out. Yeah, and uh, so Stevie B, Ike, is, like, showing Roger his pictures, and he's like, yeah, they're okay, and then he shows, you know, they sh- they do reverse, and he's, he's like, like, check this the- out. Yeah, and he's like, hey, man, I prefer to jerk myself off. Yeah. Like, uh... <sighs> we come to find out that uh, Steve Buscemi is idolized Dalton, and uh, Dalton he, took the pictures of the burning monk in Vietnam. Yeah. Which I'm like, wow, way to go extremely specific. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, didn't you take those photos at Tiananmen Square and that one back uh, in the 60s with a hippie putting a flower in the gun and just like every iconic yeah. photo you've ever seen? Knocking out, I mean, Muhammad Ali knocking out <laughs> Sonny Liston and uh, First Man on the Moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like taking every famous photo ever. Uh, and then as we find out, this guy is like not 
like besides uh, from Ike, he's not like not respected, but he's like not getting work. Dalton really. has fallen off. He yeah. he's not really taking the photos that he used to. That okay like, made a big deal. I'm gonna uh, early on put one drinking rule out there. Drinking game rules. Let's get them out now. Uh, headband on Dalton. <laughs> Headwear. Okay. Okay. And uh, I got one. Yeah. Every time you're like, why is Steve Buscemi trying to get this dude to fuck his girlfriend? Yeah, okay, that's definitely going to happen. Okay. And then every time they look at a picture and we can't really see it. Okay, that's good. Um, every time uh, <laughs> every time you see J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The fucking newspaper editor. He's okay. like such a cartoon character. He is, and okay, this goes into the point I was about to make before we. Anymore? Oh, every time they say Vamilara, Vamilara, yeah, that's a that's a nice one. Uh, again, drink responsibly. Um, but I wrote down at one point early on in this that uh, Dalton. I'm like, he's Rambo. He does look like Rambo. But he's like the same thing, too, of like the older grizzled dude is, you know, like... Mercenary. Mercenary. Survive war. Yeah. Gotta become war. About the same acting level as well, too. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think he did a bad job. Yeah. I'm, mm. Well, we'll save it to the end. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we find out Dalton's lost his touch. Uh, we see uh, Buscemi takes out a bag of sweet dalsam. What for is, his girlfriend, Bobby. Bobby, yeah. Uh, and he starts talking about his girlfriend that he has at home. He's like... Bobby with an eye. Uh, he's like, yeah, you got to come home and meet her. She like... The crinkle of her brow... I wrote that down, too. Right. What is it? The crinkle of her brow would make you, like, your knees weak or something like that. Come in your pants. Yeah. Uh, and he basically... Stu Buscemi <clears throat> invites Dalton over for dinner with Bobby. And... Uh, yeah, it really seems like he wants him to hook up with his girlfriend. It's just yeah. very weird. But before that, we we cut to the again the classic editor being loud and angry and being Jay like, Jonah Jameson from Spider Man. I yeah. want pictures of Spider Man. Yeah, and I like how in the background he just does like a uh, a collage of like pictures and like newspaper headlines. I'm like, what what is that? I yeah, that like. If they were like, hey, we don't have all this stuff to make an editor's room look right, so we'll just kind of keep everything weird yeah. and out of focus. And they're arguing, and uh, at one point he yells bollocks at him. Yeah. They're like, bollocks. okay, we get it. You're British. Like, but sort of not. Like, sometimes he has the accent, and sometimes he doesn't. And goes. Yeah. Uh, the editor's like, basically, like, you suck. He says, you lost your edge. And then Dalton's like, well, hey. I got a special tip about a secret guerrilla military operation in South America. Central. Central America? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I thought that was a great touch of, like, just past post-80s where, like, the CIA and the American government really meddled with a lot of all that things. Those places, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, this is such an easy, like, hit. It'd be like... Now it'd be like somewhere in the Middle East. Be yeah. Like, yeah, we got this group of mercenaries in the Middle East. We're going to go follow them around. It's like all the people watching just know just vague uh, locations. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 Afghanistan, okay, Iraq. Okay. They never say what state or country no, no, or no. location they go to. Like, we got to be careful. Uh, but it cuts to... Uh, well, so... 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dalton's like, yeah, I got this tip, and this is going to like bring me back. This is going to do it. Oh, and yeah. like, the editor's like, all right, cool, but you got to bring your new dude who really has an eye. He's Ike. like, he goes, he's like the old you yeah or some shit like that it's a, it's it's like a classic little story of patronizing like, yeah of like the the guy who's lost it and then like the up-and-comer who's gonna clearly be sabotaged at some point maybe uh so he goes to see ike after and he uh you know of course is right making dinner so supper supper <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh bobby opens the door and she's got them teats Hanging out. Hey, John, are we going to see those tits at some point? Uh, Yes. Multiple times. Yeah. Um, hey, we love tits on this podcast. We love dads. We love tits. We love dicks, dads, <laughs> tits. We hate pussy. <laughs> Just because we don't get it doesn't mean we don't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we see Bobby opens the door uh, and uh, supper that he's invited in for is essentially... Uh, Dalton drinking wine at the table while watching Steve Buscemi it was that feel up on his girlfriend like they were at a high school dance. I hate in movies and shows when they do this kind of thing of like the couple has someone over and then like it's this weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> first of all, drinking rule. No, this is too hard. Every time you see a scene with candles lit, Dude, because this place is—I don't think they have power. They I'm didn't pretty get, sure they don't they have power. They paid their electricity for a while. Yeah, and they, they, it is just candles everywhere. They have this uncomfortable dancing scene where it's like, God, when I've had girlfriends, short term and long term, I never ever would do this in front of. Who, nobody does this. No. I don't know who the hell would do this. Be like, hey, come dance with my girlfriend. It's like, no, I'm cool. It's like, no, no, no. no. Everybody loves dancing. Uh, and he, he says, um, he's like, you have to dance with him. He's my boss. And I'm like, that's what I wrote down, cuck scene. And, uh, he's like, he hasn't seen a blonde in forever. And I'm like, oh, this is the time period where, like, blondes were associated with being, like, sex freaks or bimbos or... They have more fun, from what I've been told. It, um... Not true. No, not true at all. <laughs> I was, I was... I cringed, actually cringed during it's the scene. It's uncomfortable. And especially because, like, I gotta go use the bathroom. Yeah. And they immediately, like, get close. Yes. Even though he's, like, so, he, I, okay, the issue is, like, at first he's, like, no, is no, this I don't okay? want to do he's this. Drunk. this okay, yeah. he's drunk. And then instantly they're, they're like, neck he's and like, neck. Like, you don't seem like his type. Yeah. And then she gives my favorite monologue of this episode about how he's got an eye. And she goes, like, we were hiking, and we saw a dead possum. Oh, my God. All full of maggots writhing around, and he really got dancing. off on it. Yeah. And they're dancing and, like, getting romantic during this part. She's talking about dead, rotting possum. And she's like, he saw life in death, and that's when I knew I was in love with him. And his eye, like, she, like, really loves him for his art. Yeah. Which is, I mean, admirable. I mean, dude. But- that's At the same he, time, she's fucking like, got that guy's, yeah, Dalton's dick is like right up against her thigh. <laughs> and, and she like, a bunch of, she's like, like whispering into his ear. She's talking about maggots and somehow it's sexual. I'm not sure how that works, but. Uh, Steve Buscemi comes back. You hear him flush the toilet, which yeah. is the best part. He comes back. He took and, a hot dump. And then like later on, 
like Dalton is laying on their couch smoking a cigarette and you hear them fooling around in, in the other room. Did you hear the cat yowl? Yeah. What I, was that? I wrote meow. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> it was Joey. I, it was Joey. Friend of the show, Joey. Friend of the show and four-legged feline Joey. Joey the cat. Uh, no, there's a weird cat yowl. And then you hear like Steve Buscemi and Bobby having sex. That, again, from someone who's lived and with women I've dated and had people over. Brag. And, you've done it too. <laughs> We both gotten our hearts broken multiple times. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, no. But when you have someone over like that, they're sleeping over. You don't either keep it real quiet or you just don't do it at all. Yeah, well, it's just so inappropriate. Well, Buscemi was drunk and he just got back. He was pounding the the vino. It looked like. Yeah. Well, he goes. So uh, Dalton uh, decides to hang out. He decides to be a perv and a boyer. Yeah. He goes over, he's a total creep, he's they watching them. They don't close them. their door. No. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's what I'm saying. And, uh, he's and watching. then we get, our, we get our first tit shot. Very nice. Yeah. And she's uh, she's riding on top. I like mm. how they do the classic thing, like, I don't the mirror. know. And, well, the mirror, yeah, but also in a movie, I mean, I get it, it's, it's just logistics, of course, but it's always that thing where, like, the, the girl's on top. And they have the, <laughs> the sheets pulled up, like, right over the butt. Oh, yeah. I'm like, anyone who's, like, had sex before has been like, oh, I don't want my white sheets getting anywhere near these parts of the body. Would like, you have preferred it if she was laying down and Buscemi was on top? That'd be so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's, like, watching Steve Buscemi in the mirror, like, wait, what am I doing? Yeah, and that, <laughs> that we find out that's what he's into. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. That'd Buscemi, be a great Buscemi, Or, like, Buscemi's getting pegged from her, like... <laughs> He's like, he's like yeah, yeah I got this dull balsam or whatever that she's putting up my ass. Yeah. Uh, it's a candle. It's lit, too. <laughs> uh, so they didn't put the candles out before they went and boned, too. It There was a few things happening. I don't know what the fuck they get up to with this weird I wrote, fuck So palace. after they fuck, uh, she walks out, and I wrote down, she's walking out to get more candles, for sure. Like, yeah. Uh, but you know, she pulls a little tin out, and she's smoking some of the weed. But yeah, it's, it's she's smoking something, whatever the hell. I didn't it think is. she had. Uh, I thought we were gonna see her pussy for a second when it like was panning up, cause like the version I saw on Daily well, Motion, she, cause she sees Dalton watching. Yeah, her, she and does. she doesn't say anything. No. So then later when she comes out in the kitchen to like get a uh, a joint uh, to smoke, she's uh, horny after she fucks. Yeah, and she's get likes that weed. Uh, stoner boner. Hmm. Stoner chick. Uh. Later that night, she's smoking uh, this joint, and she, like, offers some to Dalton, and then Dalton starts just, like, hitting on her. So like, hard. So hard. Uh, he puts the joint in her mouth. I'm like, that is so fucking weird. He's, like, he's trying to lay the groundwork so he can slide in there, and he goes, well, what happens if Steve Buscemi dies? And she's like, you know. I'll die. I'll probably, probably. die, too. Ooh. Great foreshadowing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I have to take care of my baby. Ugh. That's what she calls him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I understand laying down some footwork, but still, geez, that's so aggressive, so fucked up. But the next scene we see is they're back on another airplane. Okay, this scene, they're like sitting there, and they've clearly been on the plane for a while. <laughs> and then some guy's just like, yo, Dalton. 
And I'm like, there's three people on this plane. How have you not noticed each other? The what if there's thing? like a ton of other people, but like until they say something, no one notices them. Um, oh, so this God. is this is a guy named Rock, which is a friend of Dalton's. Was it's, it Rock or Rook? I, I wasn't sure if it was Rock or Brock. Not Barack. <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. Um, but there's some dude uh, who recognizes Dalton from back in the day and... Uh, he he's starts, a good old boy. Yeah, he starts talking to him about Vamalara, um, and he says it makes me lie look like a junior prom. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they like you said that's a drink again. Like, yeah, every time they drop location, a name, yeah, it's such a dumb. Everything's like Nam was bad, like yeah, but this is gonna be worse. Yeah, this makes this look like that. Um, uh, and Dal- what's Daltrey? This is one of the scenes where I felt like Roger Daltrey. Wait, his name is really Roger act. Daltrey, and he's going by a character named Dalton, Dalton Scott. <laughs> what if your grave's name was uh, Dalton Rodgery? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the first letters are switched out. Um, but this dude Rock or Barack uh, or Brook or Brook or Dave. Uh, the vil- he says uh, the village of Vamalara is contaminated with germ warfare. He goes, it's so fucked up there, like everything's messed up. But like, people go in there, take photos, and then never come back. Yeah. So, on one hand, Dalton's eyes are like get all big. He's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna need to get this fame. I need to get these shots. But then uh, he starts to see a little opportunity there to set up our good friend Ike slash Isaac. Yeah. Don't understand that. Um, so we cut to the jungle. The plane's landed. We got Buscemi and Dalton. They're hanging out with all these guerrilla mercenaries. Uh, one of the mercenaries re- remembers Dalton. His name is Dominic Salucci. And he does Boss. not like Dalton because he's like, you're opportunist. You're fucking hella shady and just basically do whatever you need to to get the photo and don't really give a shit about people. I like Salucci. Yeah. The Looch. I called him the Looch. <laughs> he's got a good point. Yeah. I mean... He can read a person. Yeah, Dalton's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and Dalton basically reverse psychologies Buscemi uh, into going in Dalton's place to to go to this Vamalara and go take pictures of this place. Yeah, it, it, I kept on thinking Valeria from uh, Game of Thrones, like, which is a place that... Uh, is like toxic and filled with like the gray men. I'm like, obviously this is way before that, but it just I kept on being like, oh, this is a place that like if you go to, you're fucked basically, you're cursed, yeah, you're you're ruined, dead, and uh, yeah. So maybe, he reverse uh, psychologies him. Maybe George R. R. Martin loved Ooh. Tales from the Crypt. Well, I know he's a fan, so <laughs> of our podcast, not of what's up, George Germ. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he reverse psychologies him and he sends him, uh, to the place and he goes with the other guys and they don't get nothing. The, the gang. Oh, also there's like the stereotypical black soldier guy who's like, when they cut the scene, he's just like making all these, he's like jive talking basically. And was always like, God damn it. Wait, I just remember there was like, one of the dudes is like, I want my porno magazine back oh that's or, when they're coming back <laughs> okay that's it. he's that's like it. give me that penthouse but when they're walking back in that same scene he's like we didn't get no hooch no nothing oh yeah i love the term hooch yeah uh but yeah well 
right before this, sorry, to go back to actual plot things that matter, um, they agree they're going to share the shots. And so that's like him being like, okay, I'm getting you killed, and then I can't feel bad about publishing your work when you die, which is what he thinks is going to happen. But to uh, to his avail, he gets back, and he walks in the tent, and there's Stevie B. There's our boy Ike. He's got the photos. He's got the photos, and they're amazing. Yeah. He's but like, we don't see them again, so that's a drink. No, of course not. And he's uh, like, oh, yeah, shit's so great. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm writing a postcard to Bobby right now. Where do you mail that? If you're, like, with, like, a militia group or, like... Local you know, mailbox. Yeah, you go over the... In the middle okay, of the fucking whatever. jungle. Uh, no, it's great. They have that uh, send off the postcard scene. And Dalton, like, lays down with his eyes open, like, fuming mad. Like, he looks... It's so funny. He looks like... Shemmy's like, you know, war is hell, but sure makes you sleep good. And they lie down, and then <laughs> you wake up. Absolutely not true. That's yeah. that, like people PTSD. Like, I thought the exact same thing. I was just about to make the point. That's exactly. Do you think it was like supposed to be like ironic and funny? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I think it was just You're like it wasn't that funny. No, there was no. It was not at all. And uh, yeah, and then we wake up to. Steve Buscemi, Ike boy. Screaming. Like, really selling it, too. Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so I really, I thought everybody really brought it. I mean, Bobby, we'll, we'll get to this later. We'll get to okay. this later. Um, yeah, Buscemi's screaming. He wakes up Dalton, and Buscemi is, like, sweating. He's like, I'm hot, burning, and, like, uh, he's like, I'm so thirsty. And like Dalton gives him some water and he like spits it out. It's like foaming, bloody yeah. water. It looks fucking rad. Yeah. Um, it was great. And then this the whole mercs, thing, the this mercenaries are like, are like start coming around the tent and Dalton sticks his head out and he's like, don't, don't get the medic. It's fine. Like it's yeah. okay. And he basically is like trying to fuck him over. So that way the guy dies and all this for some pussy. And when some the photographs. photographs, yeah. But, but I think it's more for the... I think it's more for the tail. It's, I feel like I think it's a couple things. Because if he was really just the photos, it probably would have got him some pussy you know, anyway. Yeah, yeah, thinking back now, I think it was three things. Uh, it was the photos, the pussy, and eliminating an up-and-coming... Competition, yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of classic trope of like getting rid of the young talent usurping the, 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 the throne, so to speak. Game of Thrones? Mm, no. Uh, Steve Buscemi, he looks like an overcooked sausage. Like, he's got, like... The uh, face animatronics they do in this scene are great. Yeah, he's got, like, these little things pulsing under his skin. It, like, and it happens it, fast. It looks great. I thought this was amazing. Um, and the whole time, like, uh, Buscemi looks like shit. Dalton starts monologuing. He can't help but brag. And he this starts... Is, uh, yeah, this is, like, the um, kick him while they're down scene. Yeah, instead of just being like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He'd just be like, yeah, that's right, you little shit. Well, it really... They set the tone for... Buscemi, like, sits up and his fucking eye pops out and, and he screams, and it looks great. I like it. Oh, it's great. And then I've, Dalton puts the cigarette out, out on right eye. on the pupil, I think, if I recall. Goes, Correct. How's that for your eye? Yeah, and uh, and then this, 
he gets even more fucked up looking. Um, and then instead of like even letting him die, he's like, you smell a little ripe. And Dalton goes outside to go hang out with all the mercenaries. And they're telling a story about some dude whose nose, nose fell off. Yeah, he had like jungle rot and hmm. like some bugs ate it. Maybe foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're sitting around like a, a fire. Are they, do they have a fire? They're I don't think around it's like burning. Little, they're sitting like around little, an extinguished fire. And they're all in there. And uh, their mercenaries are telling a story about this dude losing his nose. And then Buscemi stumbles out of the fucking jungle looking like a goddamn zombie. And he's, like, saying, Dalton. And he, like, points at him and his finger falls off. I like that. Yeah. That was a great touch. He's, like, trying to, like, call out his accuser. And then he, <laughs> then uh, he really does go Rambo. He kills him. He yeah. murders him. And I was like, okay, two thoughts real quick. Uh, are photographers given assault rifles when they're on, on job? I don't know. Because when Steve Buscemi's like, I'm going to go to Vimalara. And he's like, hey, be careful. He goes, yeah, if I need to, I'll shoot him with this. And he holds up his camera. Meaning that he doesn't have no any exactly, weapons. and is is Dalton allowed to have these weapons? I don't know. He took it off of one of the mercenaries. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, he missed that. He I'm didn't sorry. have that. He just was like, ah, and like grabs it and then shoots this Rambo. dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but when they were all talking, uh, the the dude Saluch Salucci was like, "Wow, how crazy that he got this thing from going to this place and when you, you almost were supposed went to. and you didn't." Yep, and uh, you know, just kind of knowingly accuses this dude of being a piece of shit and mm -hmm. setting him up. Uh, and then they uh, they have a really nice transition scene right here. Well, they well, quickly, they decide to burn him. They're like, we can't risk infection for the rest oh, yeah. of us. Even though, like, uh, Buscemi already, like, basically vomited onto Dalton earlier. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near these people because what did... How did Steve Buscemi get this? Because I have to assume he didn't eat or drink anything while he was in Vamala or smoke anything. Okay. Yeah. So he somehow got it. Maybe it was germ warfare and he was exposed to it. But later on, you have to ingest something. I, I don't yeah, know. There's a lot. There's yeah. a little, little holes there. But we're back in the city, uh, back in the States. We're in uh, J. Jonah Jameson's office. Well, that, that's the thing I was to say. They have a, a really nice transition. Oh, yeah. He's looking. He has, like, the little jeweler. Eyeglass. Eyes. Yeah. Whatever. And then they cut to the, the paper again, and it's uh, our editor friend. Yeah. Being like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. You're going to win another Kappa Award? Yeah. I don't know. Is that a real thing? I think that's a photographer. Well, I mean... It's not a karate award, of I Well, obviously, I'm just saying, I think it might be the name of a famous photographer. I don't fucking know. I have a buddy, uh, he is a photojournalist major. He kind of did some of this type of stuff. He never went in to see places that were, like, active war zones, but he would go to places that were, you know, deprived of, like, running water and, like, all this stuff and take a lot of pictures of something. I remember him going to, like, China after there was, like, some big earthquake or something like that and taking a bunch of photos. Um... And yeah, I mean, he is a photographer, dude. And uh, there's a scene later on where uh, Bobby says, that's what's up with you, all you photographers. You know, you don't get involved. You just sit back and watch, you know, when, when he was watching them fuck. Yeah. 
And I kind of felt the same way with my buddy. I remember like we would go out in the woods and take a bunch of acid and trip balls and stuff like that. And I'd be like climbing trees and jumping on rocks. I'd be like, come on, man, let's get, you know, trip out. And he'd be like, hold on, I'm trying to take a photo of a rock. And I'm like, fucking lame, dude. I have a dude. couple friends like that, too. Like, I appreciate taking pictures and all that, but I'm like, I'd rather save the memories, you know, in my head rather than painstakingly take a photo and work, worry about exposures. And Yeah. I don't get it. Photography is yeah. for nerds. I love photography. You're a nerd. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... He's back on top, it seems like. Yeah. And so he goes to... D uh, Dalton is dressed in a suit for some reason. And he's got the hair, like, pulled back. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's no longer uh, Rambo. I feel like there was a lot of cutscenes from this episode towards the end. Oh, like... Of him being like, I gotta look like this. I, don't, I can't look like someone who would maybe have intentionally got someone murdered. No, I, like I don't... I think what it was was he's like, hey... I'm about to go fuck Bobby, so I'm going to look good. Oh, okay. So, hey, it's just uh, happenstance that I'm also killing it at the fucking editor's office. He's supposed to kill that pussy. But, oh. yeah, we get to we get to Bobby and Isaac's house. And Dalton returns home. It's just Bobby's house now. Yeah. And uh, she's in the sexy widow outfit. Yes. And, she God, I don't know. I couldn't tell what her character was about. I just... She is like a weird artist chick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, just an artist. That's that's weird. And <laughs> I just yeah, I. But I repeated myself. Uh, but Bobby's like, oh yeah, you know, it's so sad that he's dead. You know, I just got his postcard. It's weird reading a postcard from, from a somebody that man. you know is dead. And uh, and they're she, getting closer together, and she starts. She to reveal. also says that she also got a postcard from Dominic Salucci. Salute. And she goes, yeah, according to him, uh, you tricked Isaac. That's mm -hmm. what she calls him. You tricked Isaac into going to Vamalara, and then he got this shit, and then you set him up. But I don't believe that. She's, like, basically saying all this stuff that's, like, terribly incriminating, and he's just like, uh, He's uh. blinded by the postman. So... Bobby's telling this story, and as she starts telling it, she grabs her little tin, and she starts firing her up another joint and sharing it with Dalton. And uh, she goes like, but I know you wouldn't do that. I know you loved him. And he goes, I loved him like a brother. And then and starts <laughs> makes out with his friends with wife. I loved him like a brother. Out. Come here, baby. Yeah. So they're fucking. Uh, we see boobs again. Yes. Uh, no shortage of boobs in this episode. Yeah. And uh, Bobby says, the, she's like, oh, I saw the photos, and I know that they're Isaacs or Bouchemis or whatever. And she's like, I recognize them. I know you killed them. And, like, uh, she basically says that she smoked the balsam from Vamalera, and now they're both infected. Yeah. And as she's telling him this, they're, like, she's riding on top of him, and then her, like, veins on her back, back they yeah. like start like i don't know getting all black and spidery and and gross and pulsating and bursting and then she just fucking bleeds all over her fucking neck looks like a sprinkler dude yeah. it's just like spraying him so over the top and he's just like probably trying to get his nut off <laughs> yeah he's like okay i'm clearly gonna die i said uh what not a bad way to go out hey man probably the best way you well come and go at the same time that's oh, uh geez. richard pryor's got a whole bit about that uh anyway listen to richard pryor yeah. um but yeah so 
he's like, oh, fuck, we're Bobby, both going to die, yeah. which is a throwback to when... She said, she's like, you got to make sacrifices. You got to make sacrifices. And also, if if Ike would die, I probably would die. And that's exactly what they did. Um, I'll touch more on that in my final thoughts. But uh, he freaks out. I think he nuts. <laughs> he runs into the uh, the bathroom. He runs into the bathroom. He starts, like, washing his hands blood to yeah, no all off of him. Guess what happens? Nose falls off. Just like uh, in the story that you, yeah, he's didn't infected. Together. You know what I would have liked better? What's that? His dick falled off. Oh man! They did that in uh, Planet Terror. Did you ever really? see that one? I did, but God, like a decade ago. Uh, like uh, Quentin Tarantino plays. He's like a rapist, and he's like oh, trying yeah. to rape this woman, and then like he gets like some zombie infection, and like his dick falls off. Oh. Remember? Mm-hmm. Actually, I bet uh, Quentin Tarantino saw this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee he did. I guarantee it. Yeah. We'll have him on. <laughs> okay. Men's Warehouse. I guarantee it. Uh, okay. Hey, you know that guy from the Men's Warehouse? Huge stoner. Really? Yeah. He used to donate money to uh, the pot club I used to work at. Oh, wow. I do. I've come around on the Crypt Keeper. Yay. Uh, I mean, I always liked him. He's cool. Um, I have talked to you about maybe doing uh, the animated Crypt Keeper uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, yes. The cartoon that came on Saturday mornings. Yes, I'm down for that. No, 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 I am not down to watch the final episode of Tales from the Crypt that I told you is an animated Three Little Pigs narrated by the Crypt Keeper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait, you want to? No. Oh, okay. I it's mean... the worst one. It's like... Okay, I didn't... I don't... I'm, make... I'm getting angry just thinking about I it. I know. I'm <laughs> actually... I got nine one dialed up on my phone right now. I'm just waiting for that last one. Nine one one. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, uh, let's do our ratings. Okay. Our creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers. Uh, <laughs> you love how I mouth that every time. Yeah, even when we don't play it. <laughs> I, you know, but uh, all right, I'll go first. Um, I'll go foist. Oi, what's going on here? Um. Hmm. I really, really actually enjoyed this episode. Uh, the acting was a bit questionable at points. Um, Who? Dalton specifically? Dalton, but I think he I think he was having issue like being... So his character jumps back and forth between being like a guy that, you know... I pick, like a, like a, Be- between being Roger Daltrey and being Dalton... Yeah, I think it's like... Um, it, it reminds me of uh, like like... Bruce Springsteen's glory days. Like, this guy's just, like, living on his past. He's past it. He sees this young kid, well, youngish kid, with a parted haircut coming up, uh, with a hot wife. Doe-eyed. Doe-eyed. Yeah, teeth everywhere. <laughs> just um, a better, a better, speaking of eye, a better eye for photography than he has now. Um, and he wants what he has. It has, uh, this has a lot to it. Uh, there is the karma ending. Yeah. There is kicking the guy when he's down. When he, when he, when he, when, when Bishemi first starts being sick. Oh yeah. That's when he decides to be like, oh, even the, I, you know, this might not be your death. Like I'm going to reveal he had, myself. He to had to my true intentions. Yeah. Um, all, all the main characters die. 
uh, which is an, another Tales from the Crypt thing where there's yep. no happy ending and there's no, no like one person that makes it out. Um, uh, a Vengeful Widow. Yes. There's the Vengeful Widow with Bobby. Um, you get to see boobs. The The plot is taken again from a previous thing too. The downsides of this one were Daltrey's acting at some point. Uh, I don't really, we don't see enough of Bobby for me to, her character to me is a little flat. Like she's in love with this guy for mostly for his skill, obviously not his looks, which is a very nice thing, but it doesn't work out. Like she instantly wants to, you know, she's so flirty to, to begin with. She opens the door. When we first see her, she opens the door and fucking leans forward and her tits are basically falling out. But I enjoyed it. I like this one. Um, so on a scale of... It's zero to ten, in case you forgot. Ten. Yeah, you finally got it right. Um, I'm going to go with a seven. <laughs> okay. That's not a bad score. Why did you laugh? Because I thought it was going to be higher. Really? No, yeah. Well, I, I thought it, it... It was good. Okay. That's fair. Anyway... Oh, I wasn't sure if you had any more thoughts. So I no, I mean, there were some more thoughts, but uh, death by sex. Gotta love that. That was your thought? Well, it just I was just thinking about like, the things I wrote down. was like the, the, the good old-fashioned death snoo. by sex. And also death by smoking marijuana. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. You know what? 7.25. Okay. Whoa. Went up a little bit. A good way to go out, being stoned and uh, getting laid from a hot lady. Yeah. Cucking your friend. Well... His, his nose fell off, so yeah. <laughs> he didn't really die while he's fucking. We don't know if he actually died, though. I mean, he obviously is going to die. Yeah, he's okay. dumb. Yeah. He's toast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this episode was cool. Um, it didn't really have uh, a lot of the pulp kind of jokes that sometimes I like in Tales from the Crypt. You know, um, it would definitely not call it a, a humorous episode in any way. Uh in fact, I can really think of any jokes. Um, it's pretty much just a, a, a straight drama piece, which is cool. Uh, I love the special effects. Uh, oh yeah, that I forgot to mention that too. Sorry to cut you off. That that the the animatronics and the special effects made this from a six or a five to a seven yeah. plus. Now, could you imagine like if it was just they had like a couple like weird prosthetics on his face it wouldn't have been the same thing you needed the pulsing the eye screaming blood gushing out like that was really like the vomit over the top i loved it it's yep. that okay so when i grade tales from the crypt i like the comedy stuff really wasn't in this one what else did it have for young fat john it had the boobs and it had the blood it really delivered on both those fronts you know what i mean like a I choose to think that you think both of those were like turn-ons for you. Oh yeah, you're like, oh blood, yeah, me fucking. I'm like, if I'm staying up late watching this on HBO on my friend's house, I want to see boobs, I want to see blood. Uh, I probably didn't give a shit about the 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 tongue and cheek uh, humor of it then, but now I appreciate it a little bit more because I'm like, hey man, we're watching Tales from the Crypt here. Let's do what we can. Let's get it all in there and check all those boxes. Um, Got Steve Buscemi in it. Gotta love the Boosh. Yeah, I love Boosh. And, uh, yeah, I, I, th I feel like if it wasn't for the fact that this Dalsim, Balsam, whatever the fuck this shit is, was so confusing to me as to what it was, 
I would have had a different feeling about it. You know, if they were just like, oh, yeah, this is weed or this is incense or this is what it was. But because I was like, wait, are, is she smoking incense? Like, it just was kind of a weird disconnect that didn't make a ton of sense to I me. I don't know, like, in 1993, if they, like, they probably didn't know. They're like, can we say this is weed? Can we say it's something else? Like, But, I mean, he wouldn't be able to send weed back from a Vamalara. I don't know, man. On a We're, postcard. He could have been involved, you know, CIA and all that. They could have, they were shipping drugs everywhere. Oh, fair. Uh, right before you give your rating, one thing I would really like too is the the classic, um, the protagonist like idolizing a hero who doesn't like them or like has it out for them too. Yeah. Uh, like, um, what's the term for it? Broken pedestal. Okay. Where it's like the person you idolize yeah. Is not who they really are, or they have it like they 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 bang you in basically. Yeah, you you put them on a pedestal, but it's not not who they are exactly. Mm. Um, is your rating going up again? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I would watch this one again, but I don't know if I would watch it before like Death of Some Salesman. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, so, um, I'll give it a seven point five. Ooh, you went 0.25 higher than me. No, I thought you said you did 7. No, I said 7.25. Okay, I'll just say 7.25. What? Wait, is this the first time we've had the exact same rating? Yeah. Come here, you. <laughs> oh, this is, uh, wait a minute. What are you smoking here? Uh, your pole. <laughs> I was trying to set you up for some balsam. Uh, uh, no. All right, well, if we're going to go uh, throwback after we do our creepy callers... Best effects. Best effects. Okay, but uh, the eye flying out was great, but also before that, when you just started, there's it was delicate touch when the his face, the is, face pulsating. is pulsing a little yeah. bit. I thought it was really cool, and they slowly show like the body decaying. Yeah, and like I, his... I can only imagine it must have been a long couple of days of either, or maybe not a couple of days, but a long day of makeup of makeup. Well, later on when he is fully zombied out. I don't think it looks as good. It looks just like a regular zombie. This yeah. one, I could tell this is an actor with prosthetics that are moving, which is cooler than uh, being full makeup. Yeah. You know, kind of being in that halfway point. The eye looked cool when it fl- when in, when he put the cigarette out on it. I thought it was a nice little touch. So um, we'll say best effects when the eye pops out. Eye pops out, yeah. Okay, best pun. Big pun. What's up, homie? Um... Do you want me to read them back to you? No, no, no. I, I think my favorite pun was the uh, the one at the end with the Victorious secret. Oh, you didn't like the Coda groan? Oh, I didn't know what the hell he said at first. I listened <laughs> to it like four times and I couldn't fucking know what he said. Okay. Uh, There's no CCs for me. Okay. We'll do uh, best pun. Yours? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Do, you, do you agree? What? What is? I like the Kodachrome, but I, mostly because I like the song Kodachrome by Paul Simon a lot, so I <laughs> okay. appreciate that. Unrelated? Paul um, Simon rules. No, no, I said unrelated. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Paul Simon's great. Shout out to all the Paul Simons out there. <laughs> and Garfunkel. Fuck it. Fuck Garfunkel. Whoa. Does not speak for both of us here. Uh, so yeah, uh, what what else did we used to do when we first started doing this podcast a while back? Candy talk. Uh, <laughs> I have some candy over there. Go grab it. All right, all right. I want candy. 
What do we got? Only a couple left of wild lifesaver gummies. Give me, give me one of those. I'm doing one. We got a. Uh, we got two of the same ooh. flavor left and a red one. Black raspberry. What is that? Tastes like a Luden's cop drop. Yeah, we do. We, we just. Ah, excuse me. We just did the same flavor. Okay. What do you think? Like, yeah or nay? Listen, you got uh, a good chew. Not overwhelmingly sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the flavor is reminiscent of a cop drop. It does taste like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to split this other one? No, you got it. Okay. I mean, I already ate the other bag. I got it on, uh, at work the other night. Oh, Where these are all berry. Mm-hmm. Lifesavers, wild, wild berry. berries. Not, not those, you know... Berries that are domesticated. Um, These are wild. They're they're all right. I think uh, if I'm going to get a lifesaver gummy, I don't want to confine myself to just berry. Really? I want to have all the. I'm going to say flavors of rainbow. That's Skittles. Mm -hmm. When it comes to candy, though, if I see a berry option for a candy, I'm going for that. I like the all pinks Starburst. Have you seen the new one they have? What is it? It's like split. Like, so each little square of Starburst is half of one and half of another. Were we together at the movie theater when I the, we got those Starburst minis that are we, unwrapped? We were. Wow. That was a moment. Yeah. Like, the way they say, the way you said, were we together? Yeah. We hadn't officially <laughs> asked each other if we were yet. Um, you got any Tom's trivia? Tom's trivia. <laughs> No real trivia. We kind of went over it earlier. Um, Buscemi, to both our disbelief, had actually already been in Reservoir Dogs at this point. I was shocked to find that out. But I mean, like, I don't think they would give the lead to somebody who didn't have a credit or yeah. under their belt. No, totally. And he, he is a good actor. I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, I think he did a great job, actually. Uh, the only th- like, thing I found that would be kind of interesting there's more coincidental is that um his second ever acting credit in 1985 is uh a short film called tommy's which is you're so obsessed with yourself it's disgusting no it's not to me it's the uh, roger dalton for those listening at home you might not know this tommy has multiple photos of himself hanging in his room they're that's not true they're in the living room uh, no, but uh, he Tommy's, which is also the name of uh, the Who's maybe their famous album of all time is Tommy, and um, the the Bobby was in a couple of things. She was in uh, Crawl, which great talk- movie, great movie, yeah. Which I, um, Crawl was phenomenal. I remember seeing that the the uh, Cyclops and the dude who turned into. It's a, freaky, it's a freaky movie. It's very freaky, but um, it's worth a rewatch. Uh, speaking of, this will I, I think you and I should rewatch it. Oh, just real quick. Uh, we also discovered when we were looking at Steve Buscemi's IMDb, he was on an episode of Monsters. Oh yeah, he was on an episode of Monsters, which we will do then. We still need to get to uh, Monsters. Yeah, yeah. That maybe we can do a little Buscemi uh, themed thing here. Do we little... were talking about that with Busey, remember? He was in that. Oh, yeah, the abuse. The abuse in the boosh. <laughs> Who we'll would have win? a boosh month. Um, but 
this leads me into an uh, email I'm going to feature today. Good news, everyone. Which is going to lead me into uh, the email that I want to feature today that we got from a listener. Uh, they said, hey, guys, uh, started listening to, to your show. I remember watching some of these. I liked it when you did the long and spooky, which was um, our thing where we, did, we had a minute to describe uh, yes. a full-length feature film. Which we did, Jason takes goes, Jason takes New York or Manhattan, Manhattan, Manhattan. Uh, are you going to do it again? Because you should. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, I will just say their initials. This uh, JC was the uh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It says uh, he loves us. Two thousand thirty something years old. It's Whoa. weird. Um, but yeah, we we've talked about that recently. We really like that that fun little concept. Um, it'd be a thing where. We both probably would have to watch a movie together, and we actually just were talking about Crawl. So I think um, we we should watch that together. Does it have to be horror? I think it should be horror, sci-fi. I mean, that's like the theme of our stuff. Cool. So I mean, why would would it be like rom com? No, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, Crawl's not scary. But I mean, it's a it's a sci-fi. You're right. You're right. Crawl yeah. counts. Crawl back counts. Up, back down. But we both have to watch it, and then we can each uh, take turns trying to. Or yeah, no, yeah, or yeah, no. I mean, I think it'd just be fun to watch it with you. It'd be yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, that uh, that email is again from JC. I won't. I don't want to uh, dox anyone with their names or anything like that. But um, we appreciate the email. Uh, it was a great question, and it's something that we wanted to do. If you guys want to send us an email, you can reach out to us at short and spooky at gmail.com uh we also have a twitter that's at short and spooky uh please feel free to add us or hashtag us or whatever or like us yeah like us on itunes rate subscribe tell your friends tell your neighbors yeah don't tell just for real don't, you tell, don't about tell this, our parents don't tell well my yeah whatever my dad listened to it already and I told him to buckle up. Your dad listened? Yeah, he's been listening, yeah. Uh-oh. He's, I'm told him to buckle Uh-oh. up. Uh, especially in lieu of, uh, I mean, it's not published yet, but a recent story I told on one of the <laughs> ones we're editing right now is something that... Yeah, that one uh, where you talked about... The first... uh, we It's not been out yet, so don't worry. This will come out after it. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. I shouldn't have told that fucking story. Jerking off to your friend's don't... family photo. Yeah, I wasn't... a. What a freak! It was the reflection. I know, I know. I'm just teasing. Um, but yeah, uh, feel free to email us. But oh, yeah, my point was, if you're telling someone about the show, please let them know that it's not safe for work. <laughs> you don't want to play this out loud uh, in the office. Put your headphones in. Uh, you know, don't let HR hear you listening to it. Um, but yeah, please reach out to us. Unless we- that's HR Geiger. Okay. Anyway, uh, just uh, reach out to us. Um, I, I'm trying to wade through emails as as it is, and uh, yeah, we love you guys are really showing up, and it's awesome. So keep the support up, and we'll keep trying to put out some marginal content that we do. Uh, John, any last words or thoughts about the episode, or just last words? You know, I don't know what the hell balsam is. But I want to get me some of that. Yeah, that's not surprising it. from you. Why? Yeah, you're a bit of a wizard when it comes to those things. Stoner. Yeah, you're a Gandalf. Yeah, pass that pipe over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, as far as I go, um, 
it uh, on a somber note, it would have been my brother's 38th birthday recently. Uh, he passed away last year. So uh, if anyone knew, uh, if you're doing a drinking game, take a little drink or drink your water for my brother Noah. Because we also love brothers. We do love brothers. We love um, families. Well, yeah. Sorry to end on a somber note as far as it goes, but I... I uh, thought about him a lot recently, and so I wanted to mention him on the pod. I've not mentioned him. Well, I've mentioned him before, but usually it's like him beating me up or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, love you guys. Hit us up on our, all our social media, and uh, take care. We'll be back soon with some new content and a couple guests we got lined up. So take care. Stay spooky.